Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes, and today in this Treat Me Right series, we're going to talk about can't we just get along? Why is it so difficult? What's hindering us? So let's jump in and bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father God, we do bless you. We honor you. We thank you just for being God all by yourself. Thank you, God, that your word definitely pricks us and changes our heart. You told us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So today, Lord, we're asking that you transform our minds so that we might be able to not only glorify you even more, but then we'll be able to get along. It's in Jesus' wonderful name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, I am in this Treat Me Right series, and we want to be treated right. We've decided that we want others to treat us appropriately, but the Bible does tell us that there are so many one another's, how we are to treat one another in the book, that we need to take a closer look. So today we're looking at, can't we just get along? <laughs> if you're going to treat me right, we need to be able to get along. So we're going to go to three different passages of scripture early on. I just want to um, touch base on these. Romans chapter number 12, verse 16 is going to be the basis for today. And the Bible says, be in agreement with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Now that's going to be the basis, but I will tell you that we are also going to look at First Peter, the third chapter and the eighth verse, as well as First Corinthians, the first chapter and the 10th verse. So let's just start here with Romans 12, 16. It says, be in agreement with one another. In other words, have the same mind. How can we have the same mind? We're not Siamese twins. We're not joined at the hip, but how can we do just that? Well, we notice that in many instances, there are divisions, there are things that happen within the body of Christ, especially with those who are influential, those that are leaders, that they don't get on the same page. And that is a problem. Paul even talks to um, two women in um, 2 Corinthians, no, I'm sorry, in Philippians chapter number four, verse two, he talks to Yodis and Syntyche and says, can't you guys help them? These are leaders help them get together on the same mind. He also reiterates it in Philippians, the second chapter and the second verse. And then in Romans 15 and five, he says, I need to have some unity here. We need to be on the same mind, one accord. In second Corinthians 13 and 11, he gives this final exhortation. You know, when somebody says something, finally this, that means that pay attention to it because I'm trying to really hammer the point. The bottom line is, do you see what I see? Can we see it the same? Doesn't mean that um, we 100% think alike, but we have the same page from the same book. Do you see what I see? God says that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that he has planned for you. But can you see what I see? Can you see God's goodness in the midst of a plan? Can you see that he's taken me to a different level? Can you see the progress that I've already made and the journey that I've been on? Can you see that I'm still trying to walk like him and talk like him and do the things that he asked me to do? Can you hear what I hear? Can you hear him singing loudly over me? Can you hear him telling me to come up higher? Can you hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant? Can you see and can you hear? Can we just get along? We want to be together. In other words, when we're having the same mind, we're speaking the same thing. 
there was an incident that I've had several times where I'm talking to an individual and they ask me a question and I respond with scripture. That's typically the way I respond. Well, you know, the Bible says such and such and such. And then the person would then turn around and say, I know it says that, but there is absolutely no but when it comes to the Bible. But, B-U-T, do you have a better understanding of the truth? No, you don't. God's word is sure. God's word is infallible. God's word is inerrant. It is God breathed. It's his word. And we don't know more than God, no matter how we shape it. He says, no division. We're of the same mind. We're one accord. We're in unity. We don't cause division. We don't say that one person is better than the other, or we would say no schisms in the body. We don't divide and conquer. That's the method that Satan uses to keep us from being unified because the Bible tells us that if they all were of the same mind, Babylon, that they would be able to do anything God says. When we get together on one accord, nothing is impossible. He says he wants us to be joined together, both in thought and in action is what this same mind is. So we want to be unified. And we're going to talk about how we do that in just a minute. But the second part of that, that I wanted to just bring out to you from Romans, the 12th chapter and the 16th verse, he tells us we need to be humble. In other words, we need to acknowledge each person that they are equally valuable. Acknowledge the fact that each person is equally valuable. That means that we're not putting ourselves above them. We're not being conceited. Conceited says that I'm seeking praise. Oh, I really didn't deserve it. Let's not do that. Let's not be one that is having this high estimation of oneself, this expectation that, hey, I'm better than you. I got it more than you. No, we were going to look at the teachings of God in the book. We're going to be on the same page, um, the same book with the same page, and we're going to respect one another. Because you might see something that God wants to show me that I have not yet seen. He says his word will not return void, but he has given us teachers. He has given us gifts to the body of Christ to be able to assist us along the way. And we want to get along. We want to go along the way, but we also want to bring others with us. And they're not going to follow if we can't follow together. The third thing that he says in Romans, the 12th chapter and the 16th verse that I just want to bring out to you is this, be not wise in your own estimation. Do not be wise in your own eyes. In other words, no high self-esteem. You want to have some great self-esteem, but you want it to be rational. You don't want it to be reasonable. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, lest you fall. Proverbs, the third chapter and the seventh verse, do not be wise in your own eyes. Or even Proverbs, the 26th chapter and the 12th verse, it says, who is wise in their own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for him. Because see, when we think more highly of ourselves, when we think we can do it all, we think we know it all, we think we have it all, and we're not willing to listen to someone else, we're missing out because there are some holes, typically some fallacies in what we are doing. I know I was in a coaching program recently and it was a business mentorship program. And yes, I was in there. And yes, even though I mentor other businesses, I was in and they asked why I signed up. And I signed up because I wanted to 
someone else to see the blind spots in my business that I could not see. And many times we think that we have risen to a level that we don't need someone else. And we've never gotten there until we get to, to Jesus, till we all get together. What a wonderful day of rejoicing that will be. But until we get there, when we all get to heaven, till we get there, there's more to learn. There are others who can see things simplistically that you can't. They make the complex simple. There's some people that can speak a word of encouragement that you so need at a time when you needed it, when you didn't even know you needed it. So we want to make sure that we don't discount anyone. We don't disrespect anyone. We honor them. We are humble, not having a high as an extra estimation, not uh, having this um, entitlement mentality, if you would, but we are on the same page looking at the same book. So how are we going to treat me right? Let me just go to 1 Peter chapter number 3, verse 8. And it says, um, now finally, all of you should be like-minded and sympathetic, should show, should love believers and be compassionate and humble. See, as Peter writes, he writes the same thing. We should be on the same accord. We're on one mind. We need to be compassionate. We need to care about one another, respecting them. And we need to be humble, not proud, not arrogant. We don't want to show something against what God says. He says he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And I'm sure everyone wants God's grace in his favor. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter number one, verse 10, um, just to make sure that we put that one in there as well. It says, now I urge you, brothers, in the, same, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, that there be no divisions among you, and that you be unit, united with the same understanding and the same conviction. You be united. We want unification. We don't want to have divisions. And that way, when others come and they see what we're doing, we're speaking the same language. That's where we want to be. Remember in Acts, the second chapter on the day of Pentecost, that wonderful day when they started speaking in other languages, they were all on one accord. And it was just amazing. Can you imagine that that shall happen yet again? Let's get on the same page. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, um, oh, let me say this on the high estimation. Isaiah, the fifth chapter, the 21st verse gives a woe, and we don't want any parts of the woe. So no entitlement mentality, no exaggeration of your abilities. Have a rational understanding of what you're able to do, what your strengths are, but be willing to hear from others. So rational assessment. Three things I want to bring out to you very quickly. One, look to the book. In other words, we want ministerialism, not magisterialism. Um, and I know that was from her hermeneutics, and most of you probably have not had hermeneutics, but those that were in the classes with me, you understand this. Ministerialism says that I recognize that God's word is his authority of all everything, and I'm not going to be able to usurp that. Magisterialism thinks that your thoughts are higher than his, and it's not working. That's when you put that, but you don't have a better understanding of the truth. Not at all. God's word stands. We look to the book. If there is a question about how we are responding to something or how we think about something, our goal is to look into the book so that we're on the same page in the same book. Secondly, no division or schism. In other words, help 
don't hinder. Let's help one another. Let's not hinder others from being able to come into the fold. Let's not hinder the process of moving forward. God says he is not an author of confusion, but of peace. So Yodas and Syntyche, let's get on one accord. Let's not hinder the body of Christ, but let's be a help one to the other. The third thing is about respect disrespecting or disregarding dishonors, disregarding another person and their thoughts and their opinions is dishonoring to the Lord. So we don't want to disrespect others. We don't want to disregard others, but we want to honor God, recognizing that they too were created by him. If you're going to treat me right, we need to get along. And the way we get along is looking to the book, to the good book, to seeing what God says so that we can be a demonstration of his love to others. I had the wonderful opportunity this week to share with some of the pastors that have been an influence in my life recently. And I took the time to acknowledge them because in many instances, we overlook the good that we see in others. We overlook the things that they brought to us and we fail to give them their flowers while they are yet alive. One pastor, um, I remember, flew down to Miami when my middle daughter, Jasmine, before she passed away, was in the hospital. He flew from Tampa to Miami just to walk into that hospital room to pray for her and then get on another plane and fly right back. He wasn't there more than 30 minutes, but he took the time. He showed the love of God. The Bible says that we will it's the love of God that is going to draw people and bring them to repentance, to recognize. And in many instances, many leave the church because they said, oh, I was sick and the pastor didn't come visit me. Well, he demonstrated something different about a pastor. I had another one that had poured some encouragement into me, seeing what I did not see in myself, acknowledging even in my teaching, hey, you are anointed to do this. I see it flowing out of you. Thank you so much for what you are doing. You're being a blessing, not only to my leadership, but to every single one of these students that are here. We need to say to others that we are encouraging them, that we see something in them. We see their superpower. We see their strengths, not for them to be high-minded and have a higher estimation, but for them to be able to rationally see that God recognizes them as his workmanship. <laughs> we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And so we want to see that as well. Another happened to be a counselor for me, even in going through relationship issues. And I appreciate that. Others listen attentively and they're able to pick up something that you're saying to either change your thinking so that your transformation comes quickly, that metamorphoso, that changing of the mind, or they can then interject God's word to keep you on the right path. Let's appreciate those. I also had an opportunity as I was getting my tires fixed just the other day um, to witness someone having great customer service. Others can be agitated, they can be irritated, they can be irate. And instead of going with them, leveling up to their level, even though the stress was high on both ends, this young man said, you know what? I'm willing to help you, but I just can't do it today. And no matter how high this young lady raised her voice, he did not raise his. He stayed on that even keel. How can we get along? 
we recognize that sometimes others are going through some stuff and their past is going to affect their present and how they deal with you. So let's not go back, but let's just honor them and recognizing that maybe it's just not a good day. When we do see something good, say something. We look to the book. We look to God's word. It is our mirror for us to be able to see and say what thus saith the Lord. Let's bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, help us even the more so to be able to see your word and live your word clearly. Help us to walk it out so that we are a demonstration of your love to everyone else and your will is being shown in our actions. Help our thinking, Lord, to be on the same page with you. Help us to really honor each and every person that you have placed on this earth, no matter where they are on their journey. Help us to recognize, Lord, that your word is true always. And we look to your word first and foremost, and we speak your word, but we live your word more than that, that we become the living epistles. Help us to see what you see. Help us to hear what you're saying. Help us to walk it out in our everyday life. We're going to be so careful to bring you all the honor, the glory, and the praise because you truly are worthy. You said, or we sing, 99 and a half just won't do. God, help us to continue to strive to be the living epistles that you have so designed for such a time as this. We'll be so grateful and so careful. It's in Jesus' wonderful name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless each and every one of you. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your week and continue to treat others right and they'll treat you right too. Have a fantastic day. I'm Dr. Shante Hayes. God bless. You can find us online at shantehaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A. H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at ShantaeHaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.